Good morning. Oh, come on, y'all can do better than that. Let us stand. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Why? Because the Lord, he is good. And all of our mercies belong to him. We were created to praise the Lord. If you know your name, that's something to praise him for. If the alarm clock had the assistance of the angels, which it did, that's something to praise him for. You had legs and was able to walk in here. You that can hear me and see me on live streaming, it's something to praise him for. So let us give praise to the Lord. It's a new Sunday, a new month, and he has blessed us to see the month of August. And for this, we all should be grateful. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you now. Father, we thank you for another day and another chance. For we know it's not that we have been so good and done anything so special. But Lord, we know that it's because of your grace, your mercy, your love, and your compassion that you blessed us to see another Lord's day. And Lord God, we are grateful for that. Father, we humbly ask now that you will have mercy on all of those that are sick and shut in. For those that are in hospitals, those that are bereaved, those that are in convalescent homes, Lord, have mercy. But for us that are here, those that are joining us by way of live streaming, Lord, give us a new determination to keep on keeping on. Bless us with your spirit, for we know we have your spirit that everything will be all right. Bless now all that we say and do in this service, and we will forever give you the praise and the glory. And all of the people of God said amen. 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 The praise team and Brother Pat and the Kate band are coming now. Let's praise him together. gonna sing a simple song for you guys. You can clap your hands and if you know the words, sing along with us, all right? Here we go. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. I say God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever say it yes he is he is my portion yes he is forever help me say god yes you are he is my portion yes he is forever but my heart i was pricked in my reins but god said nevertheless forever with thee and then he asked the question said who else in heaven none on the earth because my desire is to be with thee now put your hands together everybody say everybody say god is the strength of 
in my reins. But God said, nevertheless, I'm forever with thee. And then he asked the question, said, none on the earth. Because my heart's desire is to be with thee. Say, God is strength of And he is my portion. Get back and sing a song you guys might know. God is the joy and the strength of my life. Said he, he moves all pain. Misery and strife. He promised to keep Never me. to leave me. Never to leave me. Never. Never. Let's break it down. Let's break it down one more time, guys. God is the joy and the strength of my life. I said he moves all pain. I know he promised never to leave me. Never, never. Let's take it out, guys. Put your hands together.
Amen. This being the first Sunday in the month, we have our junior deacons in charge at this time. Amen. Great morning. I am youth deacon Evan White, and our scripture for this morning will come from the first chapter of James, verses 19 through 27, and they read as follows. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent, and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Do not merely listen to the word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says, is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror, and after looking at himself, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law, and that gives freedom, and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious, and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues, deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Religion that God, our Father, accepts as pure and faultless is this to look after orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings and miracles. Prepare us now through the active presence of your Holy Spirit. Grant us the grace to worship you in spirit and truth. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your mighty hedge or protection around your families daily. We pray right now for our beloved sick and shut-in members. Continue to strengthen and encourage them. We say a special prayer for those families going through bereavement. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them that you are our refuge and strength and ever-present help in times of trouble. We thank you for our pastor that will be providing the spoken word this morning. And despite the challenging times, we are so thankful for the ability to remain connected to our Cade Chapel Church family. Father, I ask that today's lesson inspire us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christians that you intended us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning. God is so good. Isn't he good? He's good by the mere fact that you are here in this sanctuary worshiping this morning. And those who are viewing us virtually, he's good by the mere fact that you're able to see and hear this morning. God is so good. Someone said that you can't beat God giving. God has given us so much. It is now time to share a portion of what God has given us. It is giving time. There are three ways that you can give. You can give by uh, the virtual at the K Chapel app. You can also uh, put your, you can bring it to the church uh, and deposit it into the, the box at the church. So, in the number that's on the screen, God bless you. <laughs> Amen.
my big sister I don't possess houses or lands fine clothes or jewelry sorrows and cares in this old world my lot seems to be but I have a Christ who paid the price way back on Calvary and Christ is all all in all this world to me there are some folk who look and long for this world's riches There are some folk Who look for power Positions too But I have a Christ All in my life This makes me happy For Christ is all, all in all, this world. 
world to me. Oh, Christ is all. He is everything to me. Christ is all. He rules the land and sea. Christ is all. And without him, nothing could be. Christ is all. All in all. This world to me. Yes, Christ is all means more to me than this world's riches. He is my sight, my guiding light through pathless seas. Yes, it's mighty nice to honor Christ who will my friend be for Christ is all, all in all this world to me oh Christ is all he is everything to me Christ is all he rules the land and sea Christ is all and without him nothing could be Christ is all all in all this world to me oh Christ is all he is every every everything to me Christ is all he rules the land and sea Christ is all without him nothing could be Christ is all all in all this world to me Christ all for you? Is he everything in your life? Oh, come on, K Chapel. I know it's few of us unusual, but I mean, I know you got a testimony that he's all in all for you, right? Yeah. Is he ruling your life this morning? Hallelujah.
giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. He's my all and my all to pastor in his absence. And let us pray that he is getting some rest. To all of you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, and all of those that are online, I'm I'm gonna give a special request right now for everybody that's got a cell phone to pull out your cell phone and from the K Chapel app, share. Because if it's ever a time that we need to hear the Lord, it is now. And I was reading the word this morning out of Matthew 6 chapter, and it just reminded me that we are to put God first. Put God first. I don't care what's going on in this world. We are to put God first. So I want you to join me now and as we petition the throne of grace, oh, Heavenly Father, you brought us here. You've ordained us for this moment and this time. And you've anointed us to speak your word. Now I'm asking to let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And all the saints say, Amen. Amen and Amen. Now there's a word from the Lord. Okay, they should have had a hand clap right there. There is a word from the Lord. And you have heard in your reading the, not the uh, James 1, 19 through 27. And I just want to pick out a couple of those verses where it said, If any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. That's called the mirror, right? And, and if we are holding ourselves in the mirror, then the subject is apropos for today, and that is that person in the mirror. That person in the the mirror. Now I want you to say that with me because I don't want you to forget this title because you're going to go back and find James 1. And what is the title for today? All right, so I'm not talking to me. I'm not talking to anybody else. I'm talking to who? All right, and so the word of God coming from the general Episcopal of James is speaking to the 12 tribes that are scattered abroad. And as it states in James 1, this is the half-brother of Jesus. And James gives tremendous attention to encouraging the saints with understanding that they would be faced with temptations and trials. But at that 19th verse, James then calls upon the church without walls and gives them instructions of how to actively become disciples of Christ. He gives true guidance to the church of how Christians 
are supposed to carry out social responsibility of stewardship for ministry volunteers. He outlines according to what we have had put in front of us since 1833, our declarations of faith in that sanctification. And it reads, we believe that sanctification is the process by which, according to the will of God, we are made partakers of his holiness. That it is a progressive work that is begun in regeneration and that it is carried on in the hearts of believers by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, the sealer and comforter in the continual use of the appointed means, especially the word of God, self-examination, denial, faithfulness, watchfulness, and prayer. Now, I take a point of personal privilege that I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of my 10 grands here and one of my great-grands, and all three of my children and their spouses. And that says a lot to me, because we have to live the word. We have to show the example of the word. And what James said to us, be swift to hear, slow to speak slow to wrath. That's anger. And when James shared this, he was reminding us that God is love. And we must love not letting human flesh cause us to be angry and having an unbridled tongue. Look at that mirror. Look at yourself. What has God been to you? What is God to you now? And can you be a better person? James continues with the instructions by saying this God-centered, right-thinking, listening to the will of God through the Holy Spirit, Christ-like, beloved Christian, he gives an end result. You shall be blessed when you look in that mirror and you do what God has called you to do. And what has he called us to do? become doers of the word. To begin with what James said as we look in that mirror with our natural faces, no pretense, no funniness, no makeup, he has reminded us of a message that one of the greatest songwriters ever wrote, and that is Michael Jackson. When he wrote a sermon in his song, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. No message could have been any clearer if you want the world to be a better place. Take a look at yourself, then make a change. Michael had it right, didn't he? 
Come on now, church, talk to me. Didn't he have it right? When we look in that mirror, we're not deceiving ourselves. We are considering what we can hear from God. And we must make that change. We must acknowledge our current situation. See that person in the mirror. Who you really are and what changes do you have to make? The doer of the word is one working on sanctification by the appointed means. Are you reading your Bible? Are you studying and meditating on the word? And have you carved out how you can become a better doer? I'm so proud of class 15 since March of last year. These are the seniors of the church, if anybody doesn't know, we're class six, uh, 15. Those are folks who are generally over 65. Our oldest member is 101. Let me not give him his 101, Mr. Ira Roberts. And they get online every Saturday at 1 o'clock and study God's word. Our church is without walls, y'all. There is no reason we should not be studying God's word. But I want to keep this in order because I do have three points and then I let you go home. And that is point one, step one, knowing that you're doers of the word using prayer to connect to the source of all answers. A doer that prays for correct Directions believes that the Holy Spirit will give that guidance. You also have to pray knowing that you can't stop praying. That's what Thessalonians 5, 17 says. It says, pray without ceasing. Paul was talking to the church at Thessalonians, and he was reminding them of the power of prayer. Prayer in season, prayer out of season. Pray when things are going well. Pray when things are not going well. Pray daily and see see what God will do we have to realize that the process of realization of the seeing in the glass of our own lives will have to come after we have prayed when we honestly seek God you know in Matthew 6 as I talked about earlier in that 6 verse it says but thou when thou prayest Enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut the door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. That's what that scripture said. Do you believe it? first point to closing that door that's your heart that's your mind getting out of the world shut your door and start with the words of adoration to our father thanking God for being God all by himself giving honor and giving praise to him for opening a line of communication that is never closed prayer is sacred but I want you to know that seventh verse in that same chapter, it says, but when you pray, 
Use not vain repetitions as the heathens do. For they think that they shall be heard for such lofty speaking. Be ye not therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things you need before you even ask. But pray, acknowledging that you are submitting your will to the will of God. And I ask you that if you do that, you will be protected. We will always be protected once we give our lives through prayer to God. Now, there is a step two. That comes in that sanctification process of self-examination. That, that's what the mirror is, isn't it? You're looking at yourself. After praying and seeing through the eyes of your soul, there is no way to see things the same. Do you understand that? You cannot see things the same. If you have sincerely prayed for direction and for guidance, the Holy Spirit will open your eyes and he, God, will give you some answers. Now, I want you to know what the answers will be. The first answer is yes. But it may not be in the way that you think it will be. The second answer will be no. And you don't want to accept it, maybe. And the third answer, you need to wait. But who wants to wait, right? That's when you get back on the knees and pray some more. This, this change that Michael Jackson talked about when he sang the song of how and when we are to do what we can for the people in the street, for the hungry, without the houses, those who need medical attention. God will reward that person from the mirror that makes work a part of their heart after examining themselves and seeing what God wants you to do. It's not what I want you to do. It's not what the church wants you to do. It's what God tells you that you are supposed to do. How do I know this? Oh, Reverend Shirley, how do you know this? Well, Revelation told me when St. John the Divine was speaking of the visions and the encounters with the Almighty in the 22nd chapter in the 11th through the 17th verse, here's what he said. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly and say reward is with you to give every man according to his work. I'm Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter in with the gate into the city. Hallelujah. 
That's how I know. That's how I know. When you give your life to Christ, when you actually commit yourself to praying, when you actually look in that mirror and get away from anybody else and you hear what you are supposed to do and then you become doers of his word. I, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to well done. I'm looking forward to well done. And I want God to have my record clear. I don't want nobody else's record. What about you? I want to have something written behind my name. I want him to be able to say, Shirley, well done. And I want to go into that gate. That's all this sermon is about. Look into that mirror. Then that's step three. Jesus shared, if the church folks we're going to do good after they look into the mirror they had to leave the mirror do you you get that one you got to leave the miracle you got to leave the house you got to leave the place of comfort you got to leave what you know you got to leave what you think you've been doing we have to leave where we've been before COVID we have to leave what we thought we knew about Christianity and the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ and what we have to do is give ourselves a second chance that we have a new life with Christ and that we are moving closer to what God would have us to be Radical change agents that produce workers who leave from in front of the mirror and share with others the great commission. You know what he told us, go ye therefore. I don't have to say that one to you, do I? We know that. But how do you do it now? Well, the doers of the word, as we move from the mirror into the trenches of new life, as we still look at homeless folks, as we still look at folks who are homeless who don't just need water, don't just need food, don't just need handouts, but they need a hand up, how do we minister now? How do we become undefiled before God? Let us not forget that we are doers in our own lives in our own homes first. Is there anybody in your house that doesn't know the Lord? Is there any relative of yours, cousin, sister, brother, niece, nephew, grandmama's baby, Madea's cousin that don't know the Lord? Your field is already right. And that's what we are supposed to be about. We're supposed to be seeing about the field. And, and we cannot forget our heritage. We cannot forget those who made it through the bloody passages of slavery. Those who survived beatings and separations from their families. Those who endured coming into a new land. 
those who survived sharecropping after slavery, those who left Mississippi and other southern states and went north to get jobs just so that they could work and send back money to their families. We must not forget the path that God has brought us on. We must not forget as we look in the mirror who we are and whose we are and that God has made us veterans of the Civil War, veterans of the Civil Rights Movement, veterans of demonstrations. He has brought you this far and you have a responsibility to be doers of the word. And when you leave that image in the mirror, we will not forget what manner of person we are expected to be. Go back to our scripture. That 25th verse is said, But who so looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, he being not a forgetter, forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Today, let me challenge that person in the mirror that you are seeing. As you have watched TV and you said, they should do something. Or you said, why are they not doing this? As you commit to the charge to keep and the God to glorify, we must leave this place, this service today, and we must speak out. We must speak justice into laws. We must work for just treatment in court systems. We must work for just enforcement by law keepers known as police. And we must help to create better educational system for all of our children, well-funded from kindergarten to college. I don't know your gifts, but I have an understanding that you all have too that whatever governance we are under is under God. There are no perfect systems. There are no perfect nations, no perfect people, but we serve a perfect God. And if you honestly look at that person in the mirror, as James has led us to think about today, there are some songs that love me and I love them that always come to mind. And the first one is, must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. And hopefully if you see that person in the mirror, you can answer by, I've decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. And if you can't find yourself in either of those songs and you are a committee of one, I want you to be able to sing, though none go with me, I still will follow, I will follow, no, though none go with me, I still will follow. 
Jesus did go to the cross alone. He did die for our sins. But he rose again. And that's good news. Because it gives us the foundation of our faith. And if you believe today, God still hears sinners. If you believe in the audience today, if you're listening online today and you believe, but after looking in the mirror, after looking at the glass, I want you to just pray. I believe. I can be saved by grace of God who loved us, that he sent his son, Jesus, to die for us. And then I want you to say with me, I surrender all. All to him I freely give. If you're surrendering now, you're saying, Lindsay, you want to be a doer of the word. And our Sunday school lesson in Romans 10 said, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's from your heart that we believe. And it's through, through Jesus that justifies us. So right now, I ask you that are listening by way of internet. You may not be in this building. You may not even be in this city. But you are connected. And I tell you that There's nothing like surrendering to God. But if you happen to be here, and you know this has been a hard year, and you said, if I ever got back to K-Chapel, this is what I'm going to do. And so we're saying to you right now that if you want to unite with K-Chapel, those of you online, call the number someone will be there with you. If you're here and you want to unite with Cade Chapel or restore your membership or just come down for prayer, we are open right now. For we're promised today, only today, if there is anything that you are assured of, it's today.
are satisfied. If there anyone in here that's not satisfied, I can preach another 20 minutes if you're not. Anybody? All right, then all hearts are satisfied. I just want to say to our listening audience, we're so glad that you joined us today. And we know that we're still in COVID. And even though I don't have a mask on up here, I've been wearing my mask just like everyone else. And I tell you, continue to wear your mask. And most important, if you don't have to go, stay at home. And to our children, we want to pray that we start preparing our children to understand the reality that we're in, that this is not a time to have masks. We need to always keep our masks on. Amen. If there is nothing else that will command our attention, we're standing. And I'm going to ask you to just do a shout of praise to the Lord. You know, sometimes we don't give God credit. And I need to testify for just a half of a second. March 8th this year, I could not walk. For the most of March, I was on a up. I had a walker, y'all, to get from my bed to my bathroom. And you see what God can do? I've stood here 30 minutes. Praise the Lord. We have to give God credit. I know he's worked miracles in your life. I see Marvin standing over there. Nothing but a miracle. Give God some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I'm surrendered, Lord, and I know that there are those in this audience, there are those who are listening that have surrendered. We're through looking at the person in the mirror, and we're ready to become the doers of your word that you'll have us to be. Right now, Lord Jesus, as we leave this place, we will not leave your presence. We will pray honestly without ceasing so that you will bless us as you see fit to bless us. And now while the saints of God said together in the name of Jesus amen. Amen and amen. Oh hallelujah.